Mom, no, you don't understand. Cyclocross is cuss worthy. from Baltimore from sunny Baltimore we are in a hotel room on this Monday morning and getting ready to head out in the plane to go home good morning Dave good morning we just had delicious hollows oatmeal for breakfast and uh, pour over coffee um, we're uh, we have a couple minutes to record this podcast so so we'll make sure we get that out on time for you guys Uh, this particular episode is brought to you by the fine folks at Hammerhead and K Edge. Um, I don't know if you, if you're if you sign up to, for their newsletter, the Hammerhead newsletter. They sent out this week their their new product. They made a, co a, a collaboration with K Edge, uh, which make computer mounts, and so they now have computer like K Edge computer mounts with their own standard of of, of clipping the computer for Hammerhead. You can still change the plate in the back of the hammerhead if you want to use it with some other standards, which is great, but their own standard is really, really nice. We've been using it for a few months now, and there's really not much to say about it because it just works well. You, you clip it in, it stays there, it doesn't move, and when you want it out, you twist it, and it comes off. Like no problem. We've had we've sometimes had um, you know with those computers that that turn when when uh, when there's pressure when 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 you crash, the computer kind of sometimes turns around and, and gets hang on the leash uh, from the bars and and this never happened with that new system. So the new system is great and and the the K Edge stuff is insane you know it's so good we've been using k edge tim and troy over there they're, they're great they're doing great things and they're super flexible with with the way they do things like they've made custom stuff for us in the past we asked them for mounts they overnight us stuff um, so i think this is just a great collaboration between k edge and hammerhead two great products that are now fully compatible um, head over to hammerhead their website you can get it everything's available now it's up for grabs There's also just the adapter for the the hammerhead if you want if you already have K edge mounts and you just want to change that plastic part in there that holds it you can also just buy that little plastic part and you're good to go with the new standard. So check it out a slide inside out really cool mount. And on that note, um, Charm City. So it was maybe our five or fifth time probably racing Charm City. And it has not been a good one for me in the past. It's always We've super... We've never been charmed. Never before have we been charmed here because it's always super warm. I've always struggled. Um, I got all my camera equipment stolen one year like we've been it's not been good to us but this year we came in with a fresh attitude and we thought let's see what happens in charm city this weekend and i think i think i've i've finally been been charmed i've found a charm in charm city um so dave tell us what is your highlight of this weekend Uh, I think for, for me, the highlight of the weekend was uh, seeing that cyclocross was really alive. Like it took the, the first weekend run out was pretty quiet in terms of attendance. Rochester has a special place in our heart. And so we there was people there and, and it was a super cool event. But 
And again, not the biggest fan in the past of Charm City, but I have to admit, it was buzzing. There's tons of people, there's a bunch of food truck. Like from the pits, when I was watching the race, you could see fans running from one section to another, and there's people around the fence and stuff. And so, so to me, seeing that, wow, there's, and, and Chris, the organizer, shared his registration numbers with us, and it's pretty high, you know? It's, it's, a, it's a big gravel event, so, <laughs> so, so, f- that was the highlight for me, just seeing that it's alive, that you don't make money with the event. People were excited about cyclocross. People showed up to our Magalies meet and greet on Saturday night. Which yeah, that was actually really fun. The first two weekends were pretty mellow. We had one participant and then maybe five or six, but now there was a whole group of people uh, showing up, a bunch of questions. Andrew and Sid were there too and participated very, very kindly. So I think this was... Uh, yeah, this for me was the highlight, just seeing how alive cyclocross is. Yeah, I want to touch on that like one second. You said like gravel number attendance, and it's true. But I think what I realized this weekend was that it's a different crowd. I think, um, you know, we have attended a few of the gravel events. And I, I think, of course, maybe I'm biased. But um, I think one of the cool thing was that the amount of kids and the amount of families that were there. I don't think you see a lot of kids going to the gravel events because they are so long and it's just a different crowd. But having so many families, so many grassroots, um, you know, athletes, and it was just really cool to see that. And it creates a really cool vibe and atmosphere. So that was really fun. And I think props to the people at Charm City for like putting that on. And we chatted with a few of um, a few of the clubs, and you'll hear snippets from them in a second. But there was one particular club. It's the Baltimore Youth Cycling Group. Eighty-five kids were racing this weekend from this club, and I thought that was pretty pretty impressive. I think and, that's like four soccer teams. Yeah, and know? they were all. They just seemed to have a great time. They were all hanging out together. The kids, like the tiny kids, they were wearing their their kits from seven a.m. in the morning <laughs> to seven p.m. at night and just running around and a little bag, ask, a little baggy in the knees, yes, a little baggies around the elbows. Yeah, they were like running around with their water bottles, asking all of us um to uh, to autograph their water bottles. They were just having a good time, and it was really cool to see. So. Let's hear it just a second. I chatted with a few of the kids, but also we hear about um, how the club was founded eight years ago. And I think the story is great because for me, what it shows is like, if you build it, they will come. And I think it's a really cool success story that, you know, if we want to grow a sport, I think it starts from the grassroots level, from the kids. And it seems like the people in the mid-Atlantic here have done a really good job of that. So let's listen to that and then we'll get back to the race. All right, it's Sunday morning. I'm with the Baltimore Youth Cycling Club. What's your name? Lila. Lila, what are you guys' names? Torn and? Abel. And how old are you all? 13. 13, 9 and? 11. Okay, so can you talk to me about your club? How it looks like a big club. How many people are here from your group? Um, a lot. It's one of it's like one the second biggest or one of the top It's one of the top biggest um cycling youth groups in the country. Wow. Um there's a lot of kids and it. it's a really great community and I like it a lot. That's awesome. So what is what? 85 people on the team. How many? 85. Wow, that's a lot. So what is um what is you guys' favorite thing about cyclocross? I'll ask each of you. Um I think I like the sprint finishes. I love it. Did you have one today? Um my chain drop, but I ran oh, it. No. Oh, good 
job. Okay, what about you? What is your favorite thing about cyclocross? Probably barriers, because I'm good at them and they're fun. Do you run them or you jump them? I run them. Well, like, what do you mean? Like bunny hop yeah. them? Oh, yeah, I run them. Yeah, me too. Good job. And what about you? I don't have a favorite. Okay, but did you, did you enjoy your event today? Uh-huh. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, guys. <laughs> oh, can you tell me your name? Yeah, hi, I'm Kim with BYC, Baltimore Youth Cycling. So I talked with some kids of the group this morning. They told me there were 85, there's two or three practices every week, and it just like seems like a really cool group. You told me how it started a few years ago. It did. So Baltimore Youth Cycling started with our, our vice president, Mita Vogel's daughter, Vivi Rupenthal, was here watching her dad race cross. She just turned eight years old and said, I want to do this. So Hans's team pinned down a jersey on her, put her out there with a women's four or five field. She got such a huge response from everybody here. We decided we need to do something with this, and that's how Baltimore Youth Cycling got its start. I love it. And eight years later, there's 85 kids all racing this weekend. Love it. Well, thank you, and congrats for making this happen. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. All right, so we found the mom of the the young girl who started the race at eight years old and who is ultimately responsible for the foundation of the BYC Cycling Club. So can you tell that story of, like, the start? So she started the start, and we had her GoPro'd, and she's coming up. The start used to be on the asphalt, and it would come onto the grass, and we're watching the GoPro in our dining room, and you hear her, and she's just... And you can see all the riders are long gone. And she hits the grass and she goes, oh, shit, on the GoPro. And she's eight years old. Yeah, she's eight years old. And we're sitting in our dining room and she whips around and she's like, mom, I'm really sorry. I'm like, it's okay, honey. I understand. She's like, mom, no, you don't understand. Cyclocross is cuss worthy. And <laughs> and there you have it. Cyclocross resumed by this eight-year-old girl. Is, cuss, is cuss-worthy. And then a year later, BYC started. So I love it. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank Congrats you. for that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We just finished a meet and greet. It was really fun. And now I'm with Ian and Ned. Ned just gave me a sticker. What does it mean? What is a jabroni? It's a, it's a, How do you like even Philly, pronounce it? It's a Philadelphia term to not be like an idiot, not mess around. Don't... Ah. Let's do anything stupid. I love it. So are you guys from no, from no. there? No? No, it's, just, it's a popular term at the moment. Oh. Around. See? Tri-state area. Okay. We're from yeah. Jersey. We so, are from New Jersey. So you're making... Like, what are the other trends I should know about? So now I know about jabroni. What else I should know about? So how old are you? Because... I'm 17. 17 and... 14. 14. So you're, you guys know what's cool. I'm old, too old to know. So now I know jabroni, so I can, like show off about this word anything else um that's it it's off the top of the head it's hard to think about but when you're like just talking to someone it'll come out okay tomorrow so tell me how would you use it oh god will is being such a jabroni right now he's trying to hop the barriers too fast i love it okay perfect don't be a jabroni put some put some mud tires All right, we, we chatted about the group, uh, about the people that we saw. You didn't ask me my highlight, but I, I'll say it. <laughs> well, I hey, guess Magalie, what's your highlight of the yeah. weekend? Well, there's, 
actually like that's not even what i have two things to say there there that's that's why i can't ask you what is your <laughs> highlight because there's always more yeah okay so my highlight was um maybe it's a highlight from the past three weeks but i think we've said we've been hand, been hanging out with um the team of chris mcgovern so the the th- the athletes that are on the team are uh, sydney mcgill and kaya musgrave and jules Van Kempen and it's been just really really fun being around them and it's like a it's like a funny contrast because I kind of sometimes see myself when I got on Cliff Bar a few years like 10 years ago oh full circle yeah, yeah like it's basically the same age difference that I have with Kaya that I had with like my teammates and it's just so fun to see her energy like all of them actually the three kids like they're just and they're not kids I shouldn't say that but the the They're th- those three athletes they're just really cool and i think they bring us a good vibe for me like they really make the weekend more fun yeah i agree i think a, a very like a quick example of, of 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 some of a situation where we're like well this this is how we're different now but this is how it's refreshing for us like we we now fly to these races in and out And, and to be perfectly honest, we try to fly in as late as possible and then go home as quick as possible after the race. And so for this race, this particular weekend, it was pretty tight to leave on the Sunday night. It would have mean probably missing the podium and we don't want to do that. And so we stayed on Sunday night and figured we'll just leave early on Monday morning, take the first flight. So we try to limit our time at the races because we want to be home, we're comfortable, and as much as we love being at the races, we know we have to be conservative with our energy. And then yesterday, these these this team has been on the road together for three weeks, and now they're headed back home for 10 days each on their own. And they didn't want to leave. They were like hanging out at the venue, and we're asking them, are you excited to be home? And they're like, well, you know. I'd stay here and hang out for another two weeks. <laughs> and it made so. me think, like, back when I was on Cliff, the I would sometimes, like, we would rush after the race because the girls had booked a flight, like, right after the podium. And so we, we, were, we had to, like, rush to pack everything and, like, drive them to the airport. And I was always thinking, like, but why? Like, we're having so much fun. Why do they want to leave? <laughs> and every time they left, I felt so sad. <laughs> and now, like, it's, yeah, it's just, as David said, full circle. So it's really funny. But it turns out we did all stay last night. And we all went for barbecue uh, with the team. So it was just really fun. So I feel really grateful that they're accepting us under their tent. Because I think it, it will, I don't know, it brightens up our every cyclocross weekend so it's really fun other thing i want to say like more race specific um i think there's something really cool about this uh baltimore course it it's very um a lot of twists and turns but i think it leads itself to fun tactical races and a lot of battles so we've seen that in the men's race and in the past i've had so many so many battles here uh with Ellen Noble with Katie Keogh with Emma White in the past with Clara Hunsinger Hunsinger a few years ago and it's it's cool because it's yeah there's a lot of power because like it's it's hilly so you have to be strong but also a lot of tactics um so it's a really fun course for that I had like I had a good time riding with Sydney and I Sydney today uh, yesterday and eventually went away 
and was able to take the win. But I think the men's race were actually really exciting to watch as well. So if you haven't watched them, uh, I think yeah, I would go back. You should go yeah. back. It's it was really fun. Uh, you could see like local all... hero won the race. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. I mean, it has to be mentioned. We I I wanted to mention it. Congrats yeah. to Andrew Stromayer who uh, got his first big win in front of Belgians and in front of the American champion as well. And so he's. I think the race was really exciting. We got into the race as we were packing the setup and yeah. you're doing your cool down. Everybody got pretty involved in the race. And um, I mean, Andrew did a, a solid race and they, they did not give it to him. He really went away and, and took it for himself. So yep. yeah, and he's great been racing. Knocking at the door it, since the first race of the, the US CX series, like three, three weeks ago, he's been there and trying and he's really animating the race. And I think it's worth saying he's still under 23, so Andrew's still really young, um, but he's up there fighting with the elites, and and he beat them yesterday, and it's just really cool to see his dedication, the way he, I mean, the fun that he has when he races. I think for me, like that's super fun to see, and just a cool guy. You know, he came to the meet and greet, and he was sharing a lot about his training, about his preparation to the kids, and I think it meant probably more to the kids because. He's the They've local seen hero. Him around, yeah. yeah. So it was uh, it was really cool, and he came from all these programs, these kids programs that we were talking about. So like, kind of cool to see that now he's up there winning the races. So I think that sums up the weekend for me. It was just a really fun weekend. The staff at Baltimore is all uh, at Charm City is also super nice all the time. So pretty pretty good weekend i would say yeah pretty fun weekend in terms of the racing itself uneventful for us which is the best kind of weekend it is the best kind and honestly <laughs> um, like I'm, that's one thing you know I, i've mentioned the heat and i've not done well here because of the heat before but we've worked on it and i felt actually pretty comfortable yesterday in the heat and it was pretty freaking hot so you know that's uh there's nice. we're improving nice nice we uh the questions are back people um i we received two questions this week if you have questions send them my way either at gagnon cx on instagram or david at magali rochette.com the first question comes from michael he's in switzerland schweizer and he wants to know about your running training for cyclocross. I mean, Michael, I think if you go back in some of the podcasts that we did last year, we really dug deep into the, the specifics of training. But can you give us a, just a little idea of what you do for running? I kind or of feel you do you should, even run? I do run, but I feel you should explain what we're doing. I follow the plan and I actually <laughs> love running, but you should explain, I think, why, like what we do for, for running. Well, first thing, I, I'll say that. We run year round, year round, so we never really round round. Year round, round. We run year round, um, so we never really stop running because it's just a nice tool to have, like to be able to run without being sore. And it's a sport that I love doing, so that's the first thing. Then. Then, yeah, I mean, just in terms of like cyclocross specifics, we, we do some specific intensity. So whether that be steep uphills, running in the mud, running upstairs and stuff like that. But to be able to do that, those intensities, 
you can't just never run and then go smash yourself some hill repeat sprints you'll be sore for weeks and you'll probably injure yourself and so we keep a basic minimum like volume of running throughout the year so we can do these sessions and also when we travel like say i will take it today's a perfect example we are flying from 10 to 3 ish um we don't have time in the morning to do something. We'll get home, it's gonna be 4.35. It's probably gonna, almost gonna be dark. There's no time to go for a spin. So most likely we'll go for a run. Um, it takes three minutes to get ready compared to, to, to going out for a ride. If you get a 20, 30 minute run in, you actually get a decent workout. You get to move your body. And it's much easier to travel with just a pair of shoes and you carry on than with a whole bike and parts uh, and you carry on. So yeah, we do run um, a fair amount throughout the year um, the second question so hopefully Michael that uh, answers your question you have really cute daughters uh, they are uh, doing their first race this weekend oh, so cute. in Switzerland <laughs> so pretty cute uh, the second question is, is comes from Andrew it came on Instagram it's the same question I think we got this question like a billion times this weekend are you going to Europe? Are you going to Europe? Okay, so are you going Andrew, to Europe? I, are you going to be at Pan Ams? I also, are you going to Nationals? Are you going to be at Pan Ams? We'll cover the Pan Ams and Nationals another time. The question about Europe, uh, we booked our house for the winter. We booked our RV for the winter. So that's the that answers the question. We are coming to Europe. The exact date is unknown, but it will be in November. So probably early to mid-November we'll be in Europe and we are very, very excited about it. So I think something to mention that people sometimes are not aware is that for us, we have a 90-day limit per, per 180 days. So any six months, we can't stay more than three months in Europe. And we've overstayed that in the past. And so we're being very careful with the days that we stay in, in the EU. And so if we want to stay up until Worlds, and Worlds are a little further out from our from our base camp this year, so we need a couple extra days. So if we will probably be in Europe at least until February 6th or 7th. So if you backtrack 90 days from that, that gives you the earliest date that we can get to Europe. So, But we're, we'll be there. We're excited for it. And, um, you know... Now, yeah, now we're actually going back home today in a few minutes and we will uh, go home and try to do a little bit of a little training camp before heading uh, heading to the first World Cup in Wisconsin, which will be our, uh, yeah, it will be the first, it's, it's our next race, but it's also the first uh, World Cup of the season and our first chance to race against some of the European riders. So we're looking forward to that, seeing where, mostly seeing where we're at. And then from that point on, we'll have about a month before going to Europe to, you know, adjust our training and figure out like how can we fine tune and get even better for the level over there. For the U.S. Uh, folks, we will be at uh, the really final, rad. yeah, the really rad Cyclocross Festival, the final race of the USCX. So awesome we will race, be there. By the way. Yeah, great weekend. Come on out if you can. I mean, if you're unsure, just go. It's worth even staying a day or two extra because it's such a nice area. By the ocean, you can have a, the Cape, a nice weekend. The Cape. I was, I was told you call this place the Cape. Cape Cod. So, so um, yeah, have a good have a good day, everyone. Yeah, I mean, we have something special to finish the to finish the podcast today. So, David, as I was warming up to go before 
pre-ride. I'm excited to, to edit this and listen to it actually because I was heading, I was warming up to head for pre-ride, and David did an interview with Bill Shiken, who is the you know Shiken, 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 Shiken. I think I said it okay. Shiken. Bill Shiken, who is the man behind CX Hairs. So you might have seen his cyclocross heat checks. You might have read the CX Hairs Listen bulletin. To the podcast. Uh, seen all his videos. You've seen him on GCN. He is everywhere. Uh, if you are not, so, I mean, this is... He, he is the tall man who does the interviews if you watch the, the races. So. so Dave did an interview with him. So about a 10-minute interview. So we'll head straight to that. And this is not an ad. Bill never asked for it. But if you like cyclocross <laughs> content, check out the CX Harris Bulletin. It's so good. And the CX Heat Checks, so good. Um, so check it out. It's it's really worth it. Worth we, it. We, we pay for it. Yeah. We, we're not even, we're not. At, and the, you know, the, the the funniest thing and probably the bad the bad thing is, so they, they offered it to us because we sometimes contribute in some of the interviews, but both Dave and I pay for it because we think it's worth it's worth it so it's just so good and then Mag, Mag's dad apparently is one of the the biggest contributor the voluntary contributor to the fund too so that's how much we like it it's, it's worth it it's really good and it's cheap too so you know when you think of all that great content you're getting it, or that you're missing actually yeah and anyway let's let's hear it from Bill from Bill Bill. I, I said it weird. Shiken. From Bill. Shiken. All right. Thank you, everyone. Shiken. That was the Muddy Mondays. Um, thank you for listening. And we will catch you in two weeks after, oh my God, after the first World Cup is done. I can't wait to see what we're going to say. We'll see. First, we're going to stay calm. Stay calm. <laughs> All right. See ya. Shiken. Uh, I'm sitting, uh, sitting in the, the lounge. Uh, it's pretty mellow today. Uh, my right is Bill uh, from CX Harris. Well, I mean, not Bill from CX Harris. Basically, besides me, CX Harris is sitting. Um, International Bi Cyclocross Media is sitting here. <laughs> right. The North American. We're, we're sitting here with the whole North American oh. Cyclocross Media scene. All of this just <laughs> so you don't have to pronounce my last name. <laughs> No, no, Bill Schenken. Oh, Bill nice. No problem at all with your last name. It's just I feel I feel like Mags and I are always talking the week like like Bill like single-handedly like handles all the media for all the cyclocross of all the events in all of America basically. With Zach. Uh, with Zach. Yeah, these guys. Um, Untrue. So, I have to stop you there. Untrue. There is a a strong cyclocross media contingent that that goes to these races uh like uh brett rothmeyer who we're sitting in this this uh in this, this cervello orange living tent he does an amazing job uh covering this team and has for years and then bruce buckley who's out here running around and and the thing is like this may come as a surprise i that but covering cyclocross is not like the most um monetarily uh, uh, <laughs> you're not doing the best you can as a photographer uh, covering this sport but we all love doing it we all love doing the media for it and it's you know it's something that we've been a part of for a long time so I, I 
I, I appreciate the accolades, but there's <laughs> definitely more people out there doing doing amazing work and helping us. And and we all get along, and it's fun, and that's part of it. It's fun to come out to these races. See y'all, see my like you know team of, of photographers and competitors. And but uh, it's still it's 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 good times, and it you know it's just uh, try to tell stories and make everyone look good. Nice, except for McGovern. <laughs> Nobody wants McGovern looking good. Um, I have two questions for you, Bill. The first, the first one today is: you are involved in the CX Hairs Devo Trek team. I may not have the name right. Can you tell us more about this team? Because it seems like they've been around forever in different format, but this year they're at the front of every race. They look good in the purple kit, and it seems like the presence is just a little bit stronger this year. Yeah, well, first, full credit to Chris Merriam and Libby Sheldon. They they kind of came up with the idea for the team. Chris is the director of this uh, CXD Trek Bikes team. CXD. And, and, well, but you illustrate exactly why we kind of rebranded into <laughs> CXD this year because I, 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 I love that team. I you know do all of the media for that team i kind of try to interject my you know two cents in there but it's not it, it it's its own thing it used to be cx hairs devo and i i felt that that was that was kind of confusing you know that's like cx hairs agreed yeah so cx hairs is me is the media thing but it's not like and you know you'd hear announcers like bill shiken doing a great job you know coaching up these kids it's like not me I'm not doing it. It's I, I love them. I love that the progressions that every one of our athletes has made, but that's that's this this separate entity with with this team. I, you know, I, I think we started. I think this is year five, and it's um, it's it's really it's it's one of those parts of the sport that has me reinvigorated and just loving it. And nice. you know, I, I kind of not criticism, but. I, I've said in the past that being a junior cyclocross racer is like the best thing ever. You get more support than anything else. And you look up and down more junior development teams, but I think, and, and, and the parents still pay. Yeah. But, but, but what, what I think hopefully what is that, that's starting to spawn is we're seeing more U23 programs out here. And hopefully we'll get to a place where we're at sitting at charm city right now. And we're in the team tent row that this team tent row is not majority junior and development programs but is back to a place where it was a decade ago where it's pro teams that's that's what we want to see so that's 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 what we're trying to build towards it's not to have the most awesome best junior programs out there it's to like get them to a place where they are then you know having north american cyclocross at the highest level fill the holes and the funnel so that we have a full like a full pipeline basically right. of cycling cross and, and if we can make our program look good and look pro and get like sponsors to say hey this is pretty cool then maybe more will come in again and say oh that's awesome when they progress up to pros or even if we find a lease there maybe we can start supporting that that part of the sport again too nice well congrats it does look super professional and i know uh, i work with one of the younger girls that's on the team and i know she appreciates the environment a lot um it always seems like you're having fun there's dogs around there's there's moms cooking it looks it looks like a pretty cool environment so congrats for that my, my second question is 
Can you give us like a one minute rundown of what a week in between races looks for Bill Schenck and, and CX Harris? Because I we're we're flying back and forth to these races, and and it seems like Monday we get something from you, Tuesday we get something for you, Wednesday, and then Thursday we get something cool, and then Friday we still get some stuff. So how do you make all this stuff happen? First off. You've talked to me before. You know a minute is going to be really hard, and I think I've already like wasted 10 <laughs> seconds of it, but, but here goes. All right, so uh, it actually starts like Friday. I'll be out here for course preview. Saturday, shooting uh, athletes, uh, clients. You know, I still have team clients that I shoot for, and then I also work for GCN, uh, doing segment producing for them and like the post-race interviews, and then also course previews. That's all kind of Friday to Sunday and then at night I have to go back and edit photos. My goal is to have all the photos to everyone by Monday morning. That's the, so that's it. And then after that, sort of recap the the week in my head, we record the Cyclocross Radio podcast Monday night. Tuesday I have to edit that, so I, you know, finish editing that and at the same time I'm kind of inputting all of the uh riders into the heat check algorithm, algorithm to yeah. see to see how that's going to play i was out. very curious about how long this whole algorithm <laughs> took i mean it looks to me like it's not as fast as chat gpt but yeah it's it's pretty good so that churns away for a while and then my <laughs> my hope is that by by tuesday night i can start you know getting results there figuring out a script I like to try to record a heat check on Wednesday, and then that takes, you know, anywhere five, six hours or whatever to edit that with the intent of getting it out either late Wednesday or Thursday, and then by that time, it's traveling to the next venue. Well, Bill, we thank you so much for all that you do for North American and World Cyclocross. Um, congrats again. Uh, it's so nice to see you in mellower vibes, not running around like a crazy person. Um, it seems like these weekends you found your groove this year. You look more in control of what you're doing. Um, and it's been really nice to have all that content back. It's so exciting and it's so much fun for us. Even if we live that world to have some some someone's perspective from the outside you know and and listen to to what you create the, the drama the confusion and all the, the chaos that you create with the heat check and all this other stuff and we appreciate it so much so thank you for all that you do and uh yeah hopefully um hopefully this week you get an extra couple days to chill at home i don't know are you going to indy next weekend uh to be determined but also uh, thanks so much and I, i i love that you all are still out there contributing this this type of, of stuff to the to the community with the podcast and everything else that you're doing it's really cool to get that inside look at your lives and just would like to finish it up by saying chris mcgovern is actually a pretty nice guy he he is one of the nicest guy uh, in the biz so yeah shout out to chris from both bill and i